Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Dream Angel Radio. I'm your host, Renaldo, and today I'm interviewing Mystic Eye Photography. Today we're going to talk about his career and his move from Chicago to Hawaii. He's going to talk about his journey and how he started as a photographer. Plus, you can call in. The number is the number is five one six five three one nine eight three four. Again, dang, the number changed. The number is five one six five three one nine eight three four. I want to thank you for listening to the show. Also, make sure you check out our new social network. It's social dreamangel.com. Again, the new social network is social dreamangel.com. Also, make sure you check out the website. Become a member, and you can sell your products in our new store. The store is located at dreamangel.com slash shop. Dream Angel um, Social is a social network where you can basically upload your pictures, and you don't have to worry about censorship. Have you ever been in Facebook jail? Well, you're not going to be on Facebook jail on Dream Angel Social. You can upload your content, and you don't have to worry about it being deleted. You have access to all the features that you will have on Facebook or Model Mayhem, but you get to have freedom. We do not sell your information like Facebook and all these other sites do, To and there's no advertising. only thing we ask you to do is buy a magazine or buy a T-shirt to keep the site going. Hello, sir. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you. So, how is the weather in beautiful Hawaii? And where, what part of Hawaii yeah, are you located? Uh, what was the last one? And where are you? Where, where are you located in Hawaii? Oh, okay. So I'm actually on Oahu in uh, Honolulu. And uh, weather right now is actually kind of cloudy, but it's not too bad. I mean, I think it's like 70-something degrees right now. It's kind of a cold season for us in the sense of cold for Hawaii, but not too bad, yeah. Okay, so tell me about your early start. How did you um, start, you know, get started into art? And, you know, tell us about your life in Chicago and like your life growing up? Okay, very good question. Um, so I guess I'm going to start from the top here. Uh see, life in Chicago. I was young, and uh, we actually, uh, growing up, we actually grew up, lived in a basement of this place, and <laughs> I can remember having nightmares of the hallway, but that's where we kind of grew up for the first uh, 10 years. And then after that, moved to South Bend, Indiana, and, you know, made some friends, started doing a little writing on the side, just, you know, I don't know, just kind of like keep the the brainstorming going. And that, that's kind of how, like, my, I guess my creativity kind of started coming out in the form of writing. That's how I, the storytelling part comes out at least how it started for me. And then a little bit later on, 
I'd say around middle school time frame is when I started to get more into video, the video side of things, and we did a little. And actually, I'll take a step back for a second. I think I also got into drama class around the same time. So in high school, I started to do drama as an actor. And also did some behind-the-scenes things with a children's church I was working with out there. And that was fun. Uh, I met a lot of uh, people I even talked to today, uh, even a photographer. Uh, he also lives in, I think he still lives in South Bend, but we still keep in touch as I met him, because we worked, we did a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes things as well. As we met like that. And so that's basically how the the video and the drama kind of got started. And started doing, uh, again, short films, short videos with a few people I met at work and other friends, stuff like that. And just kind of went with that for a little bit. And later on, I went to a trade school for film and video. Uh, that was a little bit after high school. Uh, got an associate degree in that, so I was doing that. Um, did a little stuff on the side, again, like little side projects. There was even a commercial here that I helped on as a production assistant. And uh, that was actually pretty fun. Like, I never did anything like that before. And, and so, and also, yeah, I, I, I think I saw on the site, it was like wedding photography. I, I never really did photography for weddings, but I did video a couple of times. And that could be like, that could be crazy sometimes, but also fun. Also fun. So, yeah. I only did that for a very short time, and then after the video, and kind of like getting accustomed to being here in Hawaii, for example, because I came out here originally with the Navy. Uh, I did active duty for five years, and that was actually around the time I got a better camera as well, so that's that kind of like started getting more serious in photography, even though like I, I was taking pictures back in like middle school, but I wasn't like serious about it. Yeah. Even in the days of film, <laughs> but, um, so that kind of started that, like as we went on deployment, you know, I wanted to take pictures of stuff like that. I, I saw like landscapes, the ocean, stuff like that. Even just like, you know, messing around, as sailors, you know, just kind of like record it, you know. And then I didn't really get like really serious in photography until like two years ago. And I went to Australia uh, as, as a part of a study abroad program. I did, I was there for five months and kind of close to either the middle or the end of that, I decided, hey, you know, maybe I should get a better camera because while I'm here, I want to, like, document just because I, I kind of fell in love. I fell in love actually being there and just out of the country and just kind of, like, 
especially being there for so long and got accustomed to the culture and everything like that, that I wanted to like basically tell a story like, you know, where have I been for five months, <laughs> you know, and what I've, what I've been doing, you know, people I've met. And so I got a better camera eventually. And of course it wasn't cheap, but I was like, you know what? It's, it's better. And of course the quality is there. And that's kind of how like I, I really got serious because I was like, you know, being in this place and kind of like being like out of my, like, my safe zone, being out of the States and everything, I kind of like found a little bit of myself there. And I kind of always go back to that because there was moments where I had like kind of like an epiphany, like, you know, this is kind of like what I love, you know, one, travel, and two, you know, taking photos of stuff, just like just sometimes it was random, but most of the time it was like, you know, things that I liked, you know things that were interesting to me. And that's how, like, I started getting really serious. And and at the time, up until, I'd say, early this year, I was doing mostly landscapes, street stuff, and just random stuff. With that camera, I didn't really start doing portraits until early this year. And that's why I mentioned about my roommate, because we're actually, we talk, like, for many hours, late hours of the night sometimes, we talk about, like, you know, stuff that we could be doing, you know, like, cool stuff, you know. She always have her friends come over, and they would be, like, um, they'd visit, like, various places around the world, that sort of thing. And as I was talking to her, and, and she's a dancer. She's amazing, by the way. Um, so talking with her and then we kind of like, she mentioned like, Hey, you know, want to do a photo shoot or something? And I was like, yeah, why not? I mean, I never did a photo shoot before like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I took photos of people before family, friends and stuff like that, but not like as like more of like a serious thing. And so. She was kind of like my first, basically. We went to this place and pretty much was like, yeah, you know, do your thing. She was dancing, and then I, it, I took photos and captured the moments and everything like that. And that's kind of how it started uh, as far as portrait photography uh, this year. And at that time, I was like, okay, now... I want to learn more about the camera because, yeah, I knew a little bit about my camera, but I wasn't like, if I really wanted to get like serious, like really serious about it, I got to know how this thing works. And at the time, even when I did her photo shoot, I knew a very little bit about it going in full auto, but it was a little slightly less automatic, but I got some pretty good, amazing results out of it. And some lessons learned because I was at the beach, uh, you know, don't take your cell phone to the water because they got water locked. <laughs> but besides that, I mean, the shoot was a total success. We got what we wanted. And 
moved on from there. I started going on YouTube, various blogs, everything, just to learn, like, just, okay, how can I, like, optimize, like, everything? Like, how can I learn this camera? Uh, at the time, I, had a, I was working with a D5300 uh, Nikon. And it's, a, it's kind of like an entry-level, um, what would you call it? Like a, not a professional, because you could, you could probably use it professionally if you really wanted to, but I'd say more of an entry-level, uh, high-end entry-level. And I just started going through hundreds and hundreds of, like, minutes of videos just learning like the various settings like the optimum settings like what do you do for this scenario like if it's sunny outside or if it's cloudy outside or if it's dark or you want to do some night photography how can you best get that you know capture that moment that photo and okay yeah (laughs) so I mean there's more to it, but I mean, like, I kind of like during the first part of the year to like September was kind of like a hibernation for me. Yeah, I was still, you know, doing the landscapes and streets, but I was also learning. So I didn't really start doing portraits again until September. And then it was a lighting workshop. It was like flash photography off camera. It worked with three models. And it was then I learned, like, dude, I can do this. And okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm it was a while. Your it's word. A... I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah. So I'm looking at your work, and I noticed one thing about your work that sets you apart from other photographers is, you love to use HDR. So, like, what made you um, discard shooting HDR? And for people that don't HDR. know, HDR, high dynamic range photos. Mm, mm. Um, I suppose, like, I started using it more with my creative projects. Like, the most recent one is project manage uh magic and um it just works like if i want like a certain look i know um brandon wolfel actually inspired me to do the project with his work he does a lot of stuff with low lights um ambient lights so he works a lot with ambient lights no flash and so you really need a broad dynamic range to bring the darkness kind of up so it's, like, viewable for the eyes, right? And that's yes. basically how I got started ACR. All right. So did Ansel, Adam, Ansel Adams inspire you at all? Because, you know, he's known for shooting HDR back in the day. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I saw, like, a lot of his work. Uh, mostly, like, for him, like, I mostly fell in love with this black and white work. 
definitely beautiful HDR black and white images, and um, I can just imagine how the prints look. Have yeah, so much yeah. texture and details. I know the print is amazing because you know he founded the zoning system. Well, or someone else founded it and he started using it, and so that's how we got a modern day HDR. So definitely a good photographer to check out. He have a website. He's um, deceased now, but he have a there's the Ansel Adams Foundation. Who else inspired you to um, take pictures and be a, become a photographer? Uh, again, there's a lot of like people. I mean, just a lot of photographers and just people in general. Uh, I think I mentioned my one of my roommates before. Like she kind of like she's kind of like a muse. Like there's certain people in your life that'll say like something and like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Why not? <laughs> you know. Um, as of like then, like before I started getting serious, I'd say you know roommates, just people in my life, and and I guess like because I found you know just certain things that I loved about it. Cause it's not, it's not like something that's hard to do. Like when I look at like certain things, like if you go to work and like, hey, you know, work is all right. It makes money, but it's not exactly like my favorite thing to do. It's kind of difficult. If you actually think about it, like waking up that early, going to work. But when I wake up in the morning, uh, and say do like a sunrise shoot. It's like I I love this. You know, it's easy. No mind getting up this early to do something like that. You know, so a lot of the inspiration comes from just there's so many names like on Instagram and just the web in general just to kind of go across. But so I basically got inspired just by various things that I've seen like other people do. Okay, and um, what have you? What is your dream shoot that you have not done yet that you would like to do? Who's your favorite model to work with, and who do you want to work with? <laughs> oh man, uh, well, let's start with the dream shoot. I don't know exactly. Like, I've been asked this question before, and I guess prior to. Project Magic, I really didn't know. I was like, I'm still kind of going out there and just trying different things. And what I've come to find out up to this point is that I like to do something that's creative. And so I've kind of like being sticking to that. And every now and then I will, I will take photos of like, you know, like lifestyle type of photos stuff like that because I mean there's I think every like type or even even style has a different story to tell that's so that's the other thing though so, I mean I like to tell like a story too as well um and it, it could be something simple it's not like it doesn't have to be like totally like just a complex story it's just like oh you know somebody's sitting at a bar or something and it could be a whole story around that. And I love that aspect of it, uh, photography in general. Um, 
So dream shoot, I'm not sure yet, to be honest. But I mean, I I would love, you know, to go like in some exotic place and just I don't know, do something uh, nobody's ever done before. I I suppose I don't know exactly what that is yet, but eventually one day I'll find that out. <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah, right. favorite model, right? Uh, that's a hard question. Uh, every model I've worked with has been amazing in some way, shape, or form. And everybody's different. So I guess the favorite type of model then would basically be someone that's very easy to work with, that has this this energy in and can also be like a muse in a sense where I, as I don't always like see everything. And, and a lot of times <laughs> for a lot of shoots, it's kind of like, we're just kind of like, we'll try something and it may or may not work, but you know, at least we tried it. So I guess that's the, the type of model. That's one of my favorites. And okay. what I like to work with. Okay, but um, which model is your favorite? I know this might make some of the models you work with mad, but if you could choose one <laughs> model that you love to work with that inspire you, which model would you choose? Hmm. Well, again, it's a very difficult question. Um, I don't know. I know for like Project Magic shoot, I had shot with one model. We had, it pretty much we hit it off like just like that. Bam! Started from the from the get go, and for that she was kind of like my muse for that whole shoot, and it just it came out amazing. So I guess if I had to say like a favorite as of right now, just for that. Uh, her name is Bella. Bella Bella Boucler is her name. Okay. So how can we find um, Bella online if we want to see her work that you have shot with her? So she does not have like a public Instagram, but she does have um a model mayhem site. Okay. Well, let me get this PSA out. You're listening to Dream Angel Radio. We interview an interesting artist just like just like Mystic Eye Photography. Today we're interviewing him. If you miss any part of the show, only thing you have to do is go to dreamangel.com slash radio. You also can listen to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, MixCloud, just search for Dream Angel Radio. Also, make sure you check out the social network, Dream Angel Social. Just go to social.dreamangelmag.com or you can go to my.dreamangelmag.com. You can register and create your account. You can upload unlimited photos. You can upload uncensored photos. 
There's no censorship. You basically don't have to worry about us selling your your information to advertisers. You don't have to worry about us restricting you as long as everything is illegal. As long as you post legal content, you'll be okay. You can join today. Just go to my.dreamangelmag.com. Also, make sure you check out dreamangelmag.com for the latest updates from Dream Angel Magazine. Give you some of the hottest models. So we have cosplay. We have glamour models. We have petite models. You'll find all types of models, diverse models from all over the world. So make sure you check out DreamAngelMag.com. Also, make sure you check out the social network, DustSpot.com. DustSpot is a social network for entertainment. If you are in the entertainment industry, check out DustSpot.com. DustSpot.com, they also have two magazines, well, three magazines. They have Human Canvas. They have Tied Up, which is a fashion magazine, and the new one, Human um, (laughs) Culinary Canvas. Culinary Canvas is a brand new food magazine. So make sure you check out DustSpot.com. Also, I want to let you know to check out the shop that you can buy the magazine from DreamAngelMag.com slash shop. You also can become a registered vendor and make money off of your art and your projects. The only thing you have to do is become a member of social.dreamangel.com. Do you have any shout-outs? Oh me, yeah, um, yeah. So the, the photographer that actually kind of set this whole thing up and recommended me, I want to give him a shout out. I uh, he re- he wants to remain anonymous, so I respect his wishes. But if he's listening, and I hope he does, but I want to really thank him for this because if it were not for him, then this wouldn't be happening right now. So I want to give him a shout out, and of course. Um, my family, friends, and just people that follow me, I thank you for your support as always because without your support, obviously, you know, again, none of this would be a reality. All right. So I got another question for you. What advice do you have yeah. for new photographers? I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> no, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was about to ask, what advice do you have for new photographers? So we're going to have a lot of new photographers listening to this. Some might find this interview via Google, and, you know, they're like, okay, I want to learn. So what advice do you have for new photographers? What mistakes have you made as a photographer that you had to learn from? And a lot of times I get asked this, what advice do you have for photographers that normally will come to you and ask you what camera gear you should, they should buy. Mm, okay. So gear. So advice, mistake, okay. Uh, so I'll start with advice. Uh, something that, you know, I, I look at it, I mean, I still have a lot to learn myself. Uh, as, as far as, like, for newcomers coming onto this craft, 
uh, I would highly suggest, you know, finding somebody like a mentor or somebody that inspires you or, you know, can teach you a few things just about, like, what they do. That's one thing you can do. That's one thing that I still do to this day. I consult with photographers that are better than I am, and I'm asking, like, questions, like, you know, how can I do this? You know, why did you make, you know, why was your your certain setting this way for that shot? Ask little questions, and most of the time, you know, these guys, they'll help you out, you know, they'll give you an answer. Um, another thing is, I mean, just shoot. And if you're just starting out, you know, go out, start taking photos of anything, anything, and then eventually that anything will become something that's more interesting to you. Like, okay, maybe you'll take a certain photo of buildings or something, for example, or landscape or even people. Like, you won't know until you actually go out and actually start doing it. It's not like you have a camera and you're like, oh, you know, I want to be a photographer. Well, go use the camera, use the tool. And kind of like tying in like the last question, like gear-wise, like if you don't have like a great camera, use your phone. I mean, I started using my phone. as an iPhone 4 like years ago. I just started doing like just taking like photos of like flowers or just like random stuff you know that's a good way to get started it's a good way to just build up your skill set until you actually can get a better camera or better gear better equipment uh so go shoot go shoot something um obviously you know keep learning uh, as I said before, I'm still learning. I have a lot to learn. I don't, I don't consider myself great, but I'm learning, and I'm learning to become better better than I was yesterday. So that's a very important piece of advice is that you keep learning, keep going shooting, and find somebody that you can learn from. Um, mistakes. Um Mistakes I've learned from. Is that the question? So Yes. So mistakes will happen. I've made plenty of mistakes in myself and I mean, this this goes back to like, you know, go out, take pictures. You're gonna make mistakes. They're gonna happen. And a lot of those mistakes you can learn from. Like different settings, I've I've gone out, I've shot stuff, and I got back home, and I was like, oh, this is kind of like really dark, or it looks kind of blown out. And I look at my settings, and that's a really good way to learn. Like, okay, so maybe I should next time, you know, adjust it, do something different. Or if you're shooting a certain way, I mean, this, you're not going to know unless you actually make the mistakes. And <laughs> right now, my biggest challenge, and I'm just kind of put this out there, is working with Flash. I'm not the greatest with Flash, but you know, I've made like I've made the mistakes, and I'm like now I'm course correcting. Like, okay, how can I better 
utilize Flash and make it work for me. Because if you look at my work, it's mostly natural light. And I love natural light. I love working with the sun. However, uh, something I'm learning right now is working more with flash photography. So now I'm, I'm going out, making the mistakes, so I can get better at it. Because there's always, always something to learn. It's not like you have, even if you're great, even if you're the best photographer on the planet, there's always something better. There's always something new to learn, a better way to use your camera, a, a better way to get the angle. So make those mistakes, you know, change it up, you know, take a different angle. Millions of people will take the same photo, but can you do something different? You know, go that way. <laughs> All right, and what so, do you course, like yeah. the most? Uh, what was the question? I was going to ask, um, what do you like doing the most? Do you like taking pictures or do you like doing video? I know for myself, I like doing video more. Um, I've kind of taken a break from video for a bit, and I, I do love video. Um, as of right now, though, I'm, I'm more doing, like, photography now, and I've kind of, like, found, like, my passion for that. But I always, like, and eventually I'll go back to doing video again just to kind of, like, tell that story. I'll do, like, different shorts, short movies, stuff like that. And even now, every now and then I'll work behind the scenes with uh, people out here and do video. So it's not something that's totally put on the shelf. It's It's still something I do. But not as much. All right, we got a guest, and he have a question for you. Guess oh, your awesome. own Dream Angel, Dream Angel Radio. Guess, are you there? Hello. Yes, hello. This is Sandy yes. JL Laser Focus Photos. Okay, welcome to Dream Angel Radio. Yes. Um, so yes, sir. I ha- I had a question for you. Um, how do you? Uh, this 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 is more so. It can change different people, but how do you know when you have of uh, uh, the best picture? How do you know you have a horrible picture versus a good picture? I know it's more so subjective, more so than like working for everyone. But for you personally, mm-hmm. how do you know that? Uh, that's a really good question. Um, it's like if I if I do a photo shoot and I kind of like look at everything, just like I'll go through it and I'll be like, okay, I don't like this because, you know, maybe she blinked or maybe it's too dark. Maybe it's there's something not right about it. And it's really, it's very subjective because, because then you have to also compare, you know, with other stuff you've done. And how can you make it better is a, is a, it's a really good question. And so it really, it's case by case, to be honest. Like, like it's not every shoe is the same. You know, every every circumstance is different. Every model is different. Every location is different. And so when you look at the photos, I try to just keep it, kind of like in that photo shoot, but also like, okay, well, 
how can I also improve it? You know? So I look at, like, what kind of inspired me to do that shoot? Like, and I look for, like, things, like, maybe other people have done, and, like, not to copy them, but, like, okay, well, how how do you get that look, and how can I kind of, like, I don't know, get something that I'm, that's pleasing to me? And I'll kind of go back and forth like that until I come up with a good answer. Okay. Um, my other question for you. Oh man, it was Becca. Oh, because it kind of follows up with this question a little bit. Um, how do you keep from people who necessarily? Because I, I deal with this too, and I'm sure a lot of photographers deal with this. Um, especially like I heard you were talking about you do natural light and whatnot. How do you deal with uh, those models who aren't necessarily blown away if you're not using a bunch of strobes in order to make them feel like they're impressed? So, like, if I'm working with somebody and is it like a client? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, like for instance, um, I'll give you an example. Like, a lot of times, some like you can have like the best pictures in the world, but some models they pre that haven't worked with you before, they might prejudge yeah. you if you're not using a bunch of studio lights or whatnot to get the job done. Okay, so uh, that, that's really good. That's a good point. Um, so I mean, if if somebody approaches me. And they've seen my work. And they're like, hey, you know, I, I like what you do. That's fine. That's awesome. And, yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that certain people will be like, well, this guy doesn't use Flash, you know, that much. Versus there's other, other models that love ambient light. And there's models that love Flash. And you're going to have those like two camps kind of going back and forth. And the way I think about it is like, you know what, if, if you like my work, you like it the way it is. And that's, that's pretty much the case in point. And if you don't, that's fine. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people don't like, don't like my work and that's, that's fine. I'm cool with that. As, as an artist, that's, that's something we have to deal with. Exactly. I mean, I I think um, to put a comment to it, um, I feel I think it's this like it's so many new models that's coming in, or necessarily people who aren't necessarily taking the craft serious. That I think that's kind of where it ruins it somewhat. It's people who don't really take the craft serious, so they feel like right. the only thing that legitimizes you is if you're using a bunch of equipment, but you don't necessarily have to. I mean, it's the same way, like, you can go to a kitchen that's, like, fully decked out, but the per- the chef that's in there doesn't necessarily make the best food. I could be in a raggedy kitchen and cook better food than that person. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good analogy, analogy actually. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty sure you answered my question, man. You, um, I've, I've, I've enjoyed the interview, and, um, like, really, I, I, I just – I appreciate the fact that you're a person that's not uh, sticking to the status quo of 
and just doing art and doing it your way. I'm trying, man. <laughs> sure, trying. All right, thank you for calling in. No problem. Thanks, man. All right, so I'm about Thanks to for the end question. the show. No problem. I'm about to end the show. Do you have any shout, um, any shout outs or closing words? Um, yeah, I guess I'll close with this. If anything, you know, you know, if you're new, even if you're not new, if you're you can be a seasoned veteran and, and still go out and just take a photo. And I, I keep talking to my friend about this. Um, he's a photographer. He he actually lives in my hometown, and we talk a little bit back and forth about this sort of thing. But, you know, just go shoot something, you know. Just go capture it. And that's the best way you can kind of sharpen your tools. So when you actually do go out to do a photo shoot or something, you know what you're doing. You know, got to be perfect. And a lot of people, and this is like the biggest thing that even I'm kind of like, I still, I deal with it sometimes where it's like, I don't, I don't feel like my great, my work is like great, but at the same time, you have to give credit where credit is due. And sometimes you do like, and people will, will be like, Hey man, you got some good stuff. Just take it, you know, just, just take it, take the compliment, you know, get better, keep getting better. Keep shooting, keep going out there, and keep learning. That's, that's the best advice I can give anybody that's listening. And mic. find your muse. <laughs> yes. Well, I thank you for coming through and allowing me to interview you on Dream Angel Radio. And um, I hope to have you published in Dream Angel Magazine soon. That'd be a pleasure, man. It was a pleasure doing this interview for sure. Oh yeah, make sure you create your dust spot profile. Dust spot is owned by Laser Focus, the guy that just called in, and create you a portfolio on Dream Angel Social. We're not going to delete your work. You can upload um, anything as long as it's legal. And you can promote your business. I'm not going to steal your copyright to your image. I respect photographers' copyright. So you can upload your image and don't have to worry. You know, Facebook, they have that little clause where they can sell your images and some other sites. You don't have to worry about that on Dustbot or Dream Angel Social. Awesome. All right. Well, I want to say, everyone, have a good night. And if you're in Hawaii, have a good evening. Thank you. All right. Bye.